Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're with us today. We know we've got a lot of people out traveling for the last big whatever before beautiful winter comes upon us. Uh, anyways. Anyways, so, you know, we're going to start a new series today on, we, we don't think about enough what we have as a believer, what we have as a Christian. And the day that we accept Christ as our Savior, the Bible tells us God's Word, everything is changed We've been completely forgiven, and we're made new. And actually to the place to where we are renewed. We'll talk more about that in the weeks to come, but we're continually renewed. And as a, as a believer, you and I, we have hope. The world is looking today for answers in every aspect. We have hope. We have peace. We have joy. And so many people are not looking at their lives or at the world like we do because we know ultimately Jesus is in control. So we're going to look at God's Word today, and we're going to start in just a minute in the book of John, and the series is going to be what we, what we gain and receive or receive and gain uh, as a Christian. And uh, today we're going, to look at, <clears throat> we're going to look at security, and uh, let's pray. Father, that we are just so grateful, Lord, that sometimes uh, we don't even realize how much we have in you. So remind us again today that there is a uniqueness in our life. There is an underlying joy that, and peace that this world is living in that they don't have, that you have given us. And, Lord, we're grateful today. May we recognize that we are so secure in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Chapter 10, verses 27, 28 in in just a minute. But, uh, you know, if you think about it, you think about security and and how that it's defined mainly, it says free from danger. But there's also many ways of how people try and get security. And I believe that there's just a couple different ways when it comes to being like on a personal level. And one is people try and gain security through a relationship. You know, we try and if we, if we just had the right relationship, you know, I would feel just so much better and calmer and it, that's the answer to, to everything that, that I need in this life is a relationship with someone. And then the second one is you always hear the words financial security. And I want you to know today it's fine if the Lord has blessed you and you've worked hard and you've made money and all that. That's, that's all good. But when we put our trust in that, ultimately we know that, uh, like I have said before, a, a Corvette can't hug you in the middle of the night. So... What I'm getting at is you and I, our security, our ultimate security, knowing that if we trust the Lord, 
somehow, some way, these finances are all going to be taken care of. So there's, there's security relationships and finance, I believe, which mainly that, that we look at today. And, you know, I got to share this with you. I'm always learning. I study so much, but some things just shock me when I learn something. And I feel like I got to share this with you guys. So I'm going to be honest with you. So you might not think I'm honest with you, but I'm being honest with you. You think, where is he going with this? All right, just listen to me. Friend was telling me, not me, a friend was telling me, went on this dating site, okay? Yeah. And I, you know, I don't have uh, Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I don't, ha- I don't have any of that. I have nothing. I just don't, I, I, that's just me. If you have it, that's fine. But I, I, nothing. So that whole world, that, you know, dating world, that Tinder and all, I, there's like 10 different dating sites that you can, you can I guess, you can go on. So this guy goes, goes on, uh, again, tr- trying to find security in a relationship, okay? This goes on this dating site. Now, the top three questions from women are this. You ready? Number one is, do you have a job? <laughs> this is for guys in their 40s and 50s, okay? Okay? And it's for 40s. Do you have a job? The other one is, which is crazy, and ask, are you married? So, you know... You know, so I guess to some people it doesn't matter. And then the third one was the best at that age. Do you live with your mom? (laughs) What? I I don't even know what to say. And I said to this person, what? And so it's all new to this person who was telling me about another person. So I'm trying to not to share with you. You don't know this person. But anyways, so this was like he did it before he went to bed that night. And then eight hours later in the morning, he gets up and there's already 50 responses. I thought, what? I thought, why? I mean, it's just everything. I like my mind starts going like, like, what? This is, there's this whole other world out there that, that this is going on. Why? Is because people believe, and this is what happens so many times in a marriage. People believe that that, ev- that they're going to get married and they go to get married, that this person, husband or wife, is going to bring, give everything, get, they'll get everything that they need in that relationship. And it will solve all their problems. I want you to know today that That's not true. Only God is perfect, and only Jesus can solve all of our problems. We are human beings, and there will be times that you have to work through things, and you can't get every need that you need, and that's what breaks up so many relationships. They feel a husband or a wife is, they they should be supplying and getting everything from it. That's not possible. What is possible is Jesus can bring together as we, as you become one in that relationship 
and he can show you and he can show your mate what works in that relationship. Now, so as we, as we look at that and we think, okay, if a relationship, people looking for security, what does the Bible tell us? I want you to always try and get back to that. Whenever you get a phone call, when you're ever having a problem, your kids, your relationships, husband, wife, whatever, I, whatever it might be, school teacher, I don't, I don't know. But you can take a deep breath and you can always go back to God's word. And Jesus, if he doesn't give you the answer right then, because of the relationship that you have now. We talked about last week how you get that relationship is through accepting Christ as your Savior. Once you do, the Holy Spirit will so work in your life, he'll either tell you, here's the answer, or wait, or whatever it might be. So what do we need more than anything else when it comes to security from Jesus? What does Jesus tell us in John 10, 27 through 28? My sheep, Jesus is saying this, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. There's a couple things going on here that you and I have today as believers. One is in this crazy world that we live in today is to know for your family and yourself personally or, and you're afraid as a woman to go to a grocery store later at night, all these different things that go on, your kids when they get on the school bus. I mean, all these things that are happening in our world, we're, we're so afraid. Stop. We need to think. Wait a minute. First of all, I have hope. I have hope today, no matter how dark it is. The darker it is when you go to have just such a small light, the brighter it is. The darker it is in our world, the brighter that we can see because we have the light of Jesus. So, knowing this, that, that Jesus is there and we accept him as our Savior, we know we're going to heaven. No matter what happens in our life, we know that we're going to heaven. There's a peace, there's a calm in that. And then Jesus goes on further, and as you do, as you've so seen, or you get behind someone, and, and they're, you're at a busy, busy place, and there's a lot of people, a mom or a dad, what do they do? They have their hands securely holding on to that child. And as they hold on to that child, no matter what is going through, the, the greater the danger, the tighter the parent holds on to that child. What Jesus is telling us is our heavenly father, the greater things that you face in your life, the closer he's going to be and you're going to feel his presence just like the squeeze of that hand in such a way that it says to you today, there's a promise there. No one, nothing Anything in this world can snatch you out of his hand. Nothing. That's what we got to know today. We got to realize today, no matter what you've walked in here with, no matter what you're going through, that Jesus has securely 
got your hand. Even to the place to where sometimes he has to jerk you out of the way and you wonder, well, why did that happen or why didn't that happen? He's protecting you. We don't realize it, but he is protecting you because he's given us a promise. If the first portion, if we follow him, no matter what happens in this life, you might start to go down a, a wrong road and if we're intently in our heart following Jesus, he's going to set us straight again. That's how much he loves us. But let's see what the, the devil is always trying to do because I want you to be aware today of what we're living in. Look just back really almost might be on the same page, the other page in your Bible, John 10, 10. The thief does not come. In other words, this is the only reason that he comes. Three, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. We'll talk about that in a minute. Let me read the first part again. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. You know, if the devil can do anything in your life this morning, today, first and foremost, it's there. No, the first one is to steal. What does he try and steal? He tries to steal your joy. He gets in your life through your mind. And you start thinking about all the different things that are going on. And once you start thinking about all the different things that are going on and what's happened, what hasn't happened, and all the things that are happening, he's coming in there and he's, he's breaking you down and he's breaking you down. And before you know it, you don't see Jesus, you see your problem. And when you see that problem bigger than you see Jesus, you become depressed. Jesus says, I want you to see me. I want you to be close to me. And no matter, you're not going to be jumping up and down all the time. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's an underlying joy because you have hope. The devil will always come to steal your joy. Think about that. Anytime he comes in your life, he comes to take something. You say, well, you know, what do you mean, Dallas? He might give you a, a different relationship as someone does outside of their marriage and they begin to destroy their marriage because this other person is going to make them happy, give them joy. The devil sets them up. He temporarily gives them whatever they want. But ultimately, he's stealing everything from them. What else does God's word tell us there? And to kill. You know, uh, I talked with a couple of our pastors last night, and, you know, with everything that we heard on the news yesterday and all the things that we have going on in our society in the Middle East, and, and now another shooting and 
and we're going to hear this next week on all the talk shows how to fix the problem. Let me share just a couple things because the devil comes to steal and he comes to kill. In other words, when you see things like this and people try to explain, I, I get it, maybe 10% is <clears throat> someone is, is, is gone way out in their mind and I, I get that and I, and I feel for those people and those families that mentally something has gone wrong. 90% though, let me share with you, someone can't go out and just murder a bunch of people and, and maim a bunch of people without us using the word and without it being and acknowledging it's evil. It's downright evil. It's from the pit of hell. And that's what we have to recognize. And we're going to hear all this week what we've got to do to change this. We've got to have more gun laws and we've got to do this and we've got to do that. I often say to myself, because usually, usually someone that commits a mass shooting is a young man. What happened and has happened most of the time that you'll find that the father is nowhere to be found. He's been somehow abused growing up. And because of what we've done in our schools and we've done in so many different places in society and what we can talk about Jesus in public, there is no answer, there is no hope, so the anger grows more and more. And there's nothing to stop it because this person has never been told about Jesus. What is happening in our world is this, why we're seeing this more. And we talk from time to time that we're living in, in the end times. What does it say in the book of Thessalonians? It tells us there is a restrainer in the world. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit restrains in two ways. One, through you, through me as a believer. The Holy Spirit lives within us. And we're restraining a lot of you. Just for example, you might go in, in a hole in in where all your buddies were, different things are going on. Everybody's drinking, everything's going on. And you're getting together. You haven't seen each other in a year. And you walk into the room. And as you walk into the room, oh, you know, Joe's here tonight. Oh, okay, we can, you know, we're going to have as much fun, are we? You know, right? They feel, they feel that presence. They don't even know what it is. It's the Holy Spirit. You and I, with the restrainer still here in this world, is pushing that back through prayer. Is the second thing. We pray and the Lord answers those prayers in a mighty way through his spirit and comes down and heals the land. So what has happened? I'm not here to tell you that, that you know, earthquakes and all these different things and, and it, hurricanes and now these shootings. Well, you know, this is just God's judgment. That's what he's doing. I don't, I don't believe it in that way. I'm very careful in saying this. This is how I believe what God shows us. That the more that we do not want to acknowledge Jesus, that we don't want to acknowledge him in our world, he says, okay, you can live just like the days of Noah. You can do anything you want to do. But my protection won't be there. 
Because the Bible says the prince and the power of this world is the devil. Jesus is ultimately in authority and control, and he's going to have the final say. But all the evil that we see going on in this world to where all the killings and the mass killings, you can't explain it any other way. Let them try this week on the news. There's no way to explain it that it's outright evil. The devil comes to steal, to kill, and ultimately to destroy. That's who he is. That's why people feel such a lack of insecurity in this world. So their answer is what? What is their answer? We're just going to take everybody's guns away. And I'm, I'm saying, wait a minute. It's a heart issue. We've got to be willing to admit something has happened. And this person can't get out of the realm of unforgiveness and there's bitterness, and it gets worse and worse to ultimately, they don't feel anything, and they want to take as many people out as when they go out. The devil comes to destroy relationships, people, all the different things, everything that we see in the world. That's who the devil is. And yet we live in a world that here's another answer. We're going to hear it all this week. I'm here to tell you. Where are the people in those young men's lives that can give them hope? They're people that we have gone to school with. They're people that we shop with. They're friends. They're family. They're all around us. We'll be the next one. And we have the responsibility to let them know what I'm going to close with. Jesus says in his word, let me read it again the security that we have in him, that they have it. I have come that they have life and they may have it more abundantly. There's two, two things, two answers there the Lord's giving us. Life. We have eternal security. Once you accept Jesus as your savior, you pray, Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I ask you to come into my heart. I believe that, Jesus, you're God's son and that you died on the cross and shed your perfect blood for me. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and forgive me for all of my sins. Once someone does that, they are eternally secure. No one can snatch us out of the Father's hand. You and I today, no matter what has happened, we know we're going to heaven and we know we're going to see our loved ones there to know Jesus. And we look forward to that day that it says in the ages to come. We'll talk about, we'll be together a billion years from now. Hard to imagine. And then Jesus says, and life more abundantly. You know, you know what the Lord wants to do in your life? He wants to give you that joy today. The abundant life is to, to live through, you know, I don't understand what I'm going through. I don't understand. The, the Lord's got this. Uh, what do we do? Then to know when we go through adversity to live in that way, to know that we have the abundant life and we can have joy and peace. We can be so secure in him that the devil tries to steal all of it, but he can't because we know Jesus 
always gives us, as he tells us in his word and promises us, a future and a hope. Let's look at this last verse today. Many of you are familiar with it. It's found book of Romans chapter 8, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. Romans chapter 8 and verses 37 through 39. He's referencing anything that can happen to our lives, the tribulations, the perils, the, the different things that you go through personally, the, the heartaches, the job losses, anything that you can think of, persecutions, and, and then God tells us in his word in verse 37, yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, this is our security, nor angels, nor principalities, nothing the devil can do, nor powers, no matter how strong the devil comes against us, nor things present, no matter what's happening in your life today or what you can't see tomorrow, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God. Let's define that a little bit more, and then I'll close. You know, the older you get, you know, I can go back to how I began today with security. When we're younger... You know, we want that, all these relationships, friends and, and kids at school and, 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 you know, just all types, you know, as we go through, whether we're 10 years old or 15 or 20 and 30, that we want that relationship. We, we want to be accepted. We want, you know, everything in those relationships. And that gives us security. But then as, then as something changes as you get a little bit older, that uh, <laughs> I don't know when it happens, but you don't really care what anybody thinks about you anymore. Uh, you've gotten to that place, maybe. <laughs> to where, I don't know, 40s and 50s, it changes, you know? I don't know what it is. So, and, but here's what happens. We, we're always going to deal with something relationships early and then as we get maybe a little bit older it's our future am I going to be able to make it financially am I going to be all alone that where's our security I want you to know today that mine your security is in Jesus and when we get off track and we can't seem, and we see what we're dealing with. Uh, you know, I was thinking as I was preparing for this message, close, that all the guys I ran around with, played ball with, everything, let's take 15 guys, okay? Somewhere between 60 and 65. And I'll run into them. And every one of them except me, every one of them, as they've been married 35, 40 years, uh, probably eight out of 15 of them are retired or getting ready to. 
And I'm like, Lord, I, I, I don't get this. You know, and, and all these guys, and, every, you know, and I'm happy for them. I've never been jealous of anybody. I'm happy for them. Lord, man, jeez, these guys, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever, you know, after the explosion happened in my life nine years ago, I don't know if I'm going to ever re- be able to retire or whatever, and I really don't want to. I love what I do. But I said, Lord, I, I mean, I, I can't even fathom that. But the Lord always reminds me that he's the one. He's the one. That if I need more finances down the road, he'll make it happen. If I need this, if I need that, you know, I mean, all these other things. You know, I, never, you know, I was being evicted out of an apartment, uh, uh, whatever it was, 2013. And at the same time, the Lord was taking my mom home. And that same week I was being evicted or was given an eviction notice, we had to put my mom, finally, after a couple years that we took care of her, Chuck and I did, my brother, in her home, we had somebody come in. God's timing in this that I'm under an eviction notice and we have to put my mom in a place. And so Chuck says, Dow, listen, while all this crazy stuff is going, just move in to mom's place. We just had to move her in a place. The Lord's going to take her home soon. Now, everything goes around with that. I don't like it. But the Lord's timing of watching over me was unbelievable. Was it a year earlier? Wouldn't have made it. I don't know what would happen. Six months. Two, I, that week, that week, we are God's children. And you will have sometimes in your life that you feel more secure. You'll have sometimes in your life you will feel that you're being coming apart and you're insecure. But when you and I take a deep breath and we're willing to believe nothing can separate us from the power and the love of our heavenly Father. He's got you covered from every angle. And he's here with you today to hear this message or whether it's on YouTube to know, don't give up. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Don't let him come in and take and you say and you look at your life, man, what, what's going to happen now? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, of course we don't know. But when we see Jesus in every area of our life, that problem that you had at work this week or in a relationship where when we see Jesus, it seems to go and get a little bit easier because you know that he says, I will give you a future and hope. And we are secure in him. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, I want you to take this life or what you're facing as a believer here, that you are unique in such a way as a believer that you are a child of God. And through Jesus Christ, the good Lord wants you to know today, he sees everything you're going through. 
He knows where you've been and where you're going to go. And he wants you to know, first and foremost, more than anything else, he wants to remind you today again how much that you are loved by him. He just wants you to know that today. Not your performance, not your job, not your relationships. He wants you to know how much he loves you. And he's got your hand. He's going to guide you the next step. And whether we're younger and we want so accepted or whether we're older and we're not sure of our future, we don't want to end up alone in our finances and all these things. Lord says, I'm right here. Yes, life may not be easy, but you can have joy and peace through your Savior, Jesus Christ. And everything, all the security that we need is in him. See him today. Draw close to him. Call on the name of Jesus today as you drive your car, as you leave this place today. And feel the calm that he will give you. Father, we love you because you first loved us. Lord, in this crazy world that we live in today, that, Lord, we know that, Father, some way, somehow, that we can be secure through you. So, Lord, if there's someone here today that has had their world rocked and shaken and Lord, as a believer, just remind them right now that you've got whatever they're going through, you've got it handled. And you're there to give them life and life more abundantly. Can't see tomorrow. Lord, we know that. So you've given us a future and a hope. Lord, if there's someone here today that doesn't know you as their Savior, may they accept you as we give this invitation as Ben leads us. We ask you that. May they come forward today. May a friend bring a friend or a family member in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, Through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. 
and you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.